Hello and welcome once again to the Frost Media Podcast. Media memoirs, perhaps. I am Mr Monday and joining me as always is Invader Sam, Jamo G and Nazara Nation. Hello folks. Hello. Hello. We're back. We are once again for the, like, almost every month in the year this year. Almost. Why? I well, don't know that's that... good. I don't know if that's right. Yeah. <laughs> This is a proper podcast now. I don't think your maths is right, mate. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) September, August, July, June. You've missed October. Oh wait, this 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 is is October, mate. This is. This is. Yeah. The only the only months we missed was uh, March and April this year. COVID months. Yeah, the COVID months. That was when Will was stuck in the States. Yes. Well, not stuck. Will was had a great time in the States. <laughs> stuck. He did. Sam, yeah. Will was with Sam, so Will was probably happier. <laughs> yeah. Will was probably in a better place than any of us, to be honest. So, it's true. Yeah. It's yeah. true, and now I'm back That's here. It. Here with Boris Johnson. Anyway, we shouldn't talk about politics. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. We, we shouldn't at all because it will just go down a, a bad slippery like a slope. Of bricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have we all been up to then? Oh, well, my oh. month October is like... <laughs> yeah. October is like almost Christmas in my family because I have so many birthdays. Me and my wife's wedding anniversary... And it's uh, this year has been a 17th birthday for my father-in-law, a 40th birthday for my brother. And, yeah, it, I'm so glad, not in a bad way, but I'm glad we're at the end of October now because <laughs> bank balance is just a minus at the yeah. moment. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. And they all happen in the first two weeks of October as well. So the first two weeks of October, it's just birthdays, and anniversary celebrates a bit crazy. That does sound a bit crazy. Yeah, it's madness. <laughs> Utter <laughs> insanity. Madness in the in the G household. <laughs> well, the thing is as well. So for my brother's fortieth, we couldn't really do a lot. We and be a big house down in Brighton with a heated switch. There were five of us, and obviously it had four rooms so obviously me and my brother shared separate beds in the same room and then obviously the the other lads had a room each and yeah it was amazing well sorry staying in the house was amazing because obviously we had you know the heated pool we had all the beers and obviously we were separated as you know obviously distanced as well but mm-hmm. it was a really good good like long weekend the worst thing was when we actually came to going out to a couple of pubs oh, booked okay. in and you know it's so weird have you guys been to any pubs whilst they've been in this whilst obviously what's going on it's so surreal Mm. it's really weird i like you have to wear your mask to walk into the pub they greet you and they sit you down at the table then you're at the table you can take off your mask and talk and drink yeah then when you have to get up to go to the toilet you have to put your mask on and the bit that I was found really weird is I I generally do talk quite a bit. So if there's other <laughs> no, people on other you? tables, you can't you can't talk to other people on no. other tables. You have to that just be talk a nightmare for you, Jamie. <laughs> it's, it's awful. Like 
I, I just couldn't I couldn't get my head around it if I'm <laughs> honest and obviously you can't really get up to go to the bar so you have to order through an app on your phone yeah. which I thought was quite nice actually but I just this is the first time that I've actually gone to a pub since everything's been happening and I to be honest I won't be touching another pub until everything's back to some sort of yeah. normality because it's it just no it doesn't feel normal and it's just you don't feel um comfortable yeah you're a bit on edge aren't you, so when we got into three separate pubs yeah but it was fine like when we were back at their house it was it was great you know music on beers and everything but yeah it was better we should have stayed at the house and yeah. had a few beers there yeah. while thing I mean, obviously, there's not really much you can do to celebrate the moment anyway, because most things are hosed down or they have restrictions on group sizes. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's the crazy part of my month. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing that me and my family are trying to deal with right now is is this six thing, because my my close, close family, there's seven of us. And it's like, oh, ugh, like. You know, if we do this, oh, oh, would a, would a restaurant let us in? You know, if we went into two separate yeah. groups or, you know, it's like, oh, it's not worth it, is it? Yeah. It's not worth like, like there, there was a uh, a news story on, on my road um, yeah. of these university students. They all had a, uh, a house party uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, there was like 100 people from, from the UEA. Oh, for fuck's um, sake. Yeah, and they all got they wow. every every single one of them got fined ten thousand pounds. Yes, that's what you get. Right as well. Yeah. Right. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. It was literally just just down the down the road. I was like, oh, we 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 won't invite. Me and William got to see each other for the first time Ever. since lockdown. Because <laughs> obviously you were in uh, the US for a while, so that was nice, wasn't yes, it? Yes, that was nice. That was a yeah. fun little. Uh, jaunt yeah around that was that was sort of the first time i had been out to a like street food thing but that was the first time i had been to would you class pizza hut as a restaurant (laughs) 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 i Um, I guess it's sit down isn't it yeah it was my first sit down meal and it was it was all right actually i mean the whole like ordering from the app was very um surreal and also it was i mean it was very convenient but you do sort of lose that yeah, I mean, aspect, I, I, I prefer right? it because I hate people. Yeah. So, I mean, this yeah. is great. This is all great. <laughs> this is a yeah, great but, time. For you, yeah. But some t- it's okay someone like Pizza Hut. Not Pizza Pizza. Yeah, Pizza Hut. But if you go to a proper restaurant, you know, you want to, you know, a lot of that is you engage with the waitress or the waiter. Nah. And, you know. Fuck them. <laughs> bring my food and get out of here. Life for me has just been trying to make the most of all these terrible things that have been happening. Hmm. <laughs> just trying to remain positive because, uh. That's the best we can do, really, isn't it? Just uh, keep looking towards a brighter future. Like, you guys are talking about all the restrictions over there, and I, I wish that we enforce that yeah. stuff over here, because, yeah. I mean, people just do whatever they want. Like... It's like the opposite of the spectrum, isn't it? It's so... Yeah. Like, people are having weddings, and no one's wearing... Like, I went to a wedding, and it was a few months ago, my one of my friend's wedding, and, like, nobody else was wearing a mask, and I was just like, great. <laughs> guys <laughs> like yeah that's like we're still under yeah. a, a mask mandate in alabama and I, I hardly see anybody wearing masks in mm. public places and it's just God, that depressing. must be so frustrating hate, 
I hate going anywhere, honestly. Like, that's why I just stay home, because, I mean, what's the point? You've got to get COVID at home. Anyway. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this entertainment podcast, everyone. <laughs> we always do this <laughs> every, 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 every time we go talk about... I'm like, oh, how is everyone? But there's there's only one thing to really talk about, because it's the only thing that's really going on, isn't it? Like, it's consuming, but then it's everybody's affected by it. So you know what? To hear stories about how people are doing things, it's a. I think people like to hear stories. They don't want to go down the political route, but they want to hear stories. Yes. They want to hear like stories about how people are dealing with things. So I don't think it's a bad it's, thing. It's fine. It's really hard for me too, because like I I don't have any family up here, and like do I travel? Exactly. So if I can't like if I can't see. Like, I was planning on coming to see Will for Christmas, but, I mean, who knows if that's going to happen. And it's, mm. like, do I drive to Florida? Do I go through all of that to see my family? Do I just stay here? Like, what, what do you do? Exactly, yeah. And we, yeah, and we don't even know yeah. what the state of this country will be at, at Christmas either, like, what, yeah. they'll, what yeah. they'll do. It's, uh, mm. oh, dear. Like, we're 2020 is, has been a bit of a kind of write-off type of year, I think. Yeah. And I think 2021 will be as well. So. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, as well. well, yeah, but you a know lot of what? good things I've... have happened to this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, like you and I, like, yes. um, like this year has been complete shit. But that is the one thing that has made all of it worth it. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's good. That's a good thing. <sighs> and you know what? Families. Uh, the other good thing about this is families that where they're working a lot, I've actually spent more time together this year mm. because they yeah. had to, but they've actually bonded a lot more. So there's been a lot more togetherness for some families, um, which is a good thing as well. You know, this this thing has brought out some a lot of positives that people would have not realised before. You know, people have changed their career paths because of it. Yeah. And, you know, people you know are stuck know, in jobs that they enjoy. Once, once November slash December hits, you know what that means, don't you? That's the nine-month mark from the beginning of lockdown. I wonder how many babies are going to be born. Yes. <laughs> when, when everything locked down back in March, I bet people are at it like rabbits. <laughs> That's another positive thing. <laughs> <laughs> The world's well. world's population is about to double in size. Yeah, there's going to be in like a huge a spike of population. <laughs> oh dear! Amazing. <laughs> indeed. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Talk about indeed. <laughs> okay, so today's episode is going to be maybe a little more spooky than usual. I don't think we're going full on Halloween, but we are going mid mid range Halloween. Yeah. So you might call it a Halloween special, but if you don't want to, that's fine. It's okay. Don't Free worry. country. You, you can do what you want, you know? We're all friends. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> welcome to Frost Media. Media Memoirs. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Or, or, not, you know, if you don't want it to be ooh, If you don't want it to fine. be <laughs> then just then just be like, ooh. hmm. Oh, Ooh. podcast. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? 
uh, I'm going to go first this time. Are you really? I am. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> this is time for a tea break, people. <laughs> oh, dear. It's been 14 years since it was uh, OK to say this. And uh, now it's not cringe anymore. Oh. Well, well, we were. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> oh, I really God. hated this movie. No. Not. <laughs> oh, Borat's back, baby. <laughs> oh, I, I have watched this film as well. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so maybe some spoilers ahead if you've not seen the movie. Oh, no. Um, just because it's, it's just really funny. But, man, I mean, me and Sam watched this movie together, and I think our viewing experiences were different because Sam was living in the nightmare, and I was just watching the nightmare from afar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we don't really talk politics on the show, but uh, it's uh, the, the, new, the new Borat movie is essentially just kind of ripping America to shreds for what it's become in the last four years. You know, that is essentially the uh, the uh, the premise of the movie. Well, Borat um, has brought great shame to his country with his last movie, uh, which was obviously a huge success. Um, but now they're sending him back to to the to America to uh, <laughs> to give a gift to someone close to Donald Trump, so that they'll start um, buying good goods from 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 Kazakhstan again. I think is the uh, is the main original plot there so that's how it kind of gets going uh yeah and it kind of uh, snowballs from there <laughs> oh man guys it is i mean i watched it at the week i watched it the other night as well and i could not stop laughing <laughs> for the first 45 minutes or so it is just i was sort of amazed at some of the things they did yeah uh, and I found it way funnier than the original Borat movie. I thought it was a lot more... It's a lot more on point as well. Mm. I think it's sort of... There's so... I, I wish I could talk about some of the scenes, but I can't because obviously it's going to spoil it for someone, anyone. Just... The, what did you think of the dance bit? <laughs> oh, man. Like... You know, you know when you kind of get that kind of secondhand, like horror, you know, when someone's experiencing something that is horrific and you're kind of watching it and you're like, man, I'm feeling this deeply in my soul, you know, it was uh, wild, just a wild. I, I, I've got something to say about this movie. Go ahead. <laughs> So I don't remember when, but there was there was one time that Will told me that Americans are all basically a bunch of savages, and uh, I was like, that's 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 rude of you to say. Like, how could you say such a thing? And then I watched this movie, like this footage of these people, like when they were at the the rally, and I just I was like, oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we're all savages. Like, it shows you as well, like, I thought, like, the, the part where he was um, staying with the two guys, right, because of the, uh, the virus. <laughs> yeah. I thought, like, these guys, 
Like they actually show like when 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 he's looking you know for his for his daughter, they show genuine concern and genuine feeling about like well you know you've got to go and find her and stuff, right? But then they're also like, what's more, what's more, what's more dangerous, the Democrats or the virus? And they're both saying the Democrats. And then they're going on about this QAnon theory of like the Democrats and people, powerful people, you know, taking the blood of children to, to drink to, so they yeah. live forever. Mm-hmm. And it's, but then it's like it's, it's this wild like reality of like people can be nice, like good people. But then they can also believe these absolutely insane theories that make them do insane things. And it's like, yeah. I don't understand how this happens and how how it works. You know, I thought it was a very interesting kind of look at like how these theories and these like can just indoctrinate a person, you know, a good person. Yeah. And, and there are people like that, like dead serious. There are people like that here that are conspiracy theorists and they... <laughs> They believe that. They believe all of it. The, th- the thing is, surely these people know who Bora is. Well, there is a bit in the film that when he first gets to America, he's like walking <laughs> down on the street and people obviously do recognise him. Yeah. So I think the, ma- the majority of the big set piece kind of exposés and gags are actually done by his, the Borat's daughter, you know, yeah. who's the new character in it. Um, and and Bora oh, is kind of in disguise. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. She is so funny. And it must be hard to keep up with, you know, him as him as Bora, right? It must be hard yeah. to keep up with that. <laughs> but Bora is also in disguise a lot of the time. So there's a big scene at the start where he right, kind of goes okay. and picks up a load of costumes, uh, <laughs> and he still has the same accent, but he's like dressed up as like, you know, John Chevrolet. <laughs> all these different characters. We're gonna name our kid that John Chevrolet. John Chevrolet. Yep. Chevy Mustang. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there are some really like like it kind of shows as well. Like it's a funny movie, but there are some scenes that are like genuinely uncomfortable, and you're like, wow, people really are like this. Mm. Yeah, there's the, a the, the scene with Rudy Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. That in particular made my skin. I've heard about this. Yeah. You know, and he's trying to like defend himself, and it's. I mean, watch the scene. You see, you see for yourself. You know what what, what was happening there, and and also like just the scene in the uh, in the clinic as well was very oh. kind of disturbing to watch. Yep. Uh, that scene, that scene. Obviously, the joke that leads to that scene yeah. is quite funny, but yes. then obviously the conversations that happen in that clinic and the doctor, I was amazed that he was. I was amazed he didn't call someone in to have him, like, I was just, yeah, it's funny, but it's also very uncomfortable to watch at the same time, because mm. you know what the joke is, Yeah. but then obviously that doctor didn't know it was a joke, and the stuff that was coming out, and I was just like, oh no, this is this is really cringe, mm. but just, it's... Uh... Um, I mean, definitely, a, definitely a movie that you should watch um, because it is hilarious, but it also makes you think, like, "Wow, we're really fucked." <laughs> the world is the world is going into a, into a downward spiral, isn't it? Like, but be aware, not not everyone in America is like that. No, I mean, maybe maybe like fifty percent. But... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever percentage votes for Trump. Yeah. That's, that's, that's... <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, we in the UK. But then we... again, I suppose. 
it just goes to the size of population though really isn't it so you know there there is america is so huge and the population is so big that i think when you do get these crazy people then it tends to show up more but america's not like that you know no, for the most part I think, of course people are good but uh, it's just you know there's, there's some like that everywhere though i'm sure yeah. in every country yeah there's such yeah famous. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't go onto no. the, the disc community notice board without seeing people talking about how five G is going to kill us all. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, I know they were doing protests in London about that oh, during no. lockdown, weren't they? Oh, they were God. they were all over Hyde Park and everything. It was crazy. They should be doing a protest about their lack of brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that but, but Bora, the the new, the new movie, very good, and it's just it's just nice to be able to finally be able to just say my wife once more <laughs> <laughs> and it not be you horrifically that, cringe you do, that, yeah. you do that so well will <laughs> sam beware you know <laughs> yeah just hope he doesn't start doing that in real life as he he walks around anywhere <laughs> hello I... there you don't you don't know half of what I deal with. Like I there's nothing 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 that he will do will ever surprise me. I've seen it all. What is love? We're not Baby even a year in, guys, me. but I'm already prepared. I already know. Well done. That's Thank it. You. Stay strong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Keep man. up the fight. <laughs> I hate you guys. Okay, so yes, all right, and of course, um, I won't mention the ending, but the ending. I wonder what the ending was going to be before everything went down, but the ending is just hilarious. The ending to that movie is just so just on point, on point. Okay, anything else about all right, my friends? No. Good. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say I've never seen the first one, but I want to watch the first one now. Now that I've seen that one. I think the first one hasn't aged particularly well, when but maybe. When did that come out? 14 years ago, mate. 2006. 2006. Oh, yeah. I reckon it probably hasn't aged very well. <laughs> the dinner party scene's very funny. I can't even really remember the first Borat. I've yeah. watched it like 20 times, but... Uh... Yeah, the dinner party scene is probably the funniest bit in that film still. Oh, anyway, okay, on to my uh, uh, second thing. Phasmophobia. Ooh. Ooh. I'm sorry, guys. It is now spook time. Sorry, listeners. Spook time has arrived. Uh, <laughs> spook time. Anyway, this is a game. Um, it's kind of blown up recently. Um, it is basically you're a ghost hunter, and you team are of ghost hunters. team of team of ghost hunters. Yeah, team of ghost hunters. Multiplayer game up to four people. And you basically have all of these tools at your disposal. You go into a haunted house and try to discover what the ghost is. <gasps> I think this is I think this is made by one guy. Yes. As well. Wow. Yeah, mm. I think he's <laughs> he's probably been quite surprised at how much this has blown up online. Yeah. Well, there's nothing like it. I mean. Yeah. It's so clever, like with just just things like the voice recognition. Just being literally being able to talk to the ghost and it responding to you and doing things to what you say. I feel like that's such such a a clever bit of tech that he's implemented. That I mean, there probably are games out there that have tried this sort of thing, but this mm. is the 
certainly the only one that I can think of in recent memory that has really done it really well. So what system is it on? Is it a PC or is it on PC. the consoles as yeah. well? It is just PC. PC. You can also play it I... VR if you want. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine in Oculus that looks incredible because I watched yeah. you guys playing it and it looked a lot of fun. It looked really cool. It's uh, terrifying. <laughs> That's the idea of it. I'm constantly in a state of fear. Yeah. Like. I mean, half the time you're just making us jump. <laughs> yeah. Look, I get scared clearly a lot more than you guys do by things. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm clearly the, the wimpiest of this of all of us in this uh, call right now. And you can really only see in front of you with a torch, right? That's all. That's all you can really see. And when a ghost is is there, like they can whisper in your ear and only yeah. you can hear it. Like they can talk on the voice box. They can appear in front of you with no warning. Uh, I mean, they can move things around. I mean, it's, it is... Slam the door. Terrifying. Yeah. Slam the door. <laughs> like, it is so scary. Oh. And like... I think, I think the technology behind the AI for the ghost is really, really good. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Like they obviously react to what you say, and, uh, and know, especially if you say their name, like if you actually like you get told <laughs> what their name is, it actually pisses them off. And it is a way that you can obviously, you know, if you've got objectives to to get more a bit more activity or whatever, you can say its name and be like show yourself, um, and things like that. So, I I I pissed it off, and. <laughs> It, it killed me so <laughs> i was in the just van you know um looking at the cameras and uh i just i just hear sam scream and i think i hear you like oh my and, and then nothing i'm like uh hello everyone yeah because obviously when it when it starts hunting you sort of you sort of know because your your, your flashlights start flickering and you have to hide like you can't get out the front door because it locks the door and you literally have to hide and don't say anything. Turn off all your equipment so it can't hear you, it can't sense you. It's fucking scary. You can hear it walking around. Well, that's the ghost that does that. The actual yeah. game does that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool that it's got that built into it, the way that it works. Yeah. Because really I, think, cool. I think the way that the actual mechanics of the game work, I think the ghost is constantly walking around. It is just invisible. To yeah. the players. Yeah. When you when you die, you go to the spirit. You go to the other side, and you can <laughs> actually you can actually see the uh, the uh, ghost walking around when it's hunting. Um, but yeah, I think I think it is always around. Like I think as if you put things like salt on the floor, and if you shine a UV light around that area, um, if it steps through the salt, you can see its footprints, like its live footprints of where it's walking and stuff like that. So it's oh wow, knowing I like that. that. Yeah, knowing yeah. that it's constantly there, and even some of the ghosts—I mean, I, I don't actually know—is there, is there ten different ghosts? There's quite That's a lot. Much, isn't yeah, there? there's a few different types, aren't there? Yeah. And there's there's one ghost apparently that that um, sticks to one person oh, the whole gosh. time. So if it's—I think it's a um, a banshee or something. Sorry about the motorbike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the ghost? Yeah, is the yeah. Ghost on a motorbike. Um, yeah, I think it's a banshee, and I think it, it 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 almost like glues itself to one player, and it only hunts that player. And I've oh. seen like uh, YouTube videos of people um, 
where they get a bug and and the and the ghost isn't invisible and it's just like constantly <laughs> following that person around it's really really scary that is horrific i hate that i hate the idea of that definitely would would, would get you yeah probably yeah, would, would. Wouldn't it? and i think i think they 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 do target the person with the lowest sanity which like, is probably always me because i'm always yeah. screaming and moving yeah. around yeah <laughs> But yeah, it's uh oh man, it's a really it's fun, it's definitely fun with friends though, isn't it? Like uh, we've all oh we've yeah, all you wouldn't. I don't think you'd play a single player. No, I, I definitely or, would. I mean, would with randoms as well. I feel like yeah, yeah, random. Nah. But yes, phasmophobia. I've had a lot of fun on that recently, and it's very spooky, which makes it spooky. Check out oh. YouTube.com/slash. Cross gaming video. Cross gaming uh, video. For the uh, for the videos. And <laughs> even better still, if you're listening to this and it's not Halloween weekend yet, check it out on Halloween weekend because Will is going to be playing Resident Evil Seven, and that's probably going to be even scarier than Phasmophobia. Almost He's not going to be able to do it. I... <laughs> Honestly. I will do it. I no. will. I will. I will get. Hey, I remember you there. playing Amnesia. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna have to be in like a Discord chat with him. <laughs> just yeah, just calm his nerves as he goes through the house. Yeah, there's there's a couple oh. of scenes in the first couple of hours of that game that will absolutely. That woman, yeah. even when she's not being scary, she just looks creepy. Yeah, like did you see the teaser I did for it? Like, yeah, the teaser. she's, like, she's, she's just, just creepy. Not very. This is kind of like a bit, bit kind of like a. Slendery, isn't he? Slender man like, isn't she? I think. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so that's my stuff done. Um, God, I've just realised I've got to pick a song and I haven't even picked one. I haven't even got oh, one dear. ready. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what have I been what listening to? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I forgot about this. You're a sidetrack to Borat, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Soundtrack. yeah. Oh, I'm going to pick. Um, Love Sick Girls by Blackpink. There we go. That's my song for the wow. month. Wow.
when I'm lost. I'm at the time, can you see the more? One more, just so. Because there's no other Ben like me, really, is there? In your life. <laughs> no. Hello, yes. That's, so That's a really good Halloween intro for you. Terrifying. <laughs> 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 okay, so yes, uh, two things to talk about. So, uh, first of all, uh, I'm going to talk about a game that I've been playing recently. Um, I don't know if people... I mean, I don't want to get people's hopes up and say that I'm going to be talking about this. So I'm just going to say I'm not talking about Baldur's Gate 3. But I'm going to mention it, okay? Because I want to be playing Baldur's Gate 3. But I'm playing the next best thing, okay? So don't get your hopes. I think I'm going to start talking about that because I'm not. Okay? <laughs> all right. Oh, gee. Oh. You're all right? <laughs> right yes. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, if you haven't been paying attention to life, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 came out. And obviously, Baldur's Gate 3 is. One of probably one of the biggest things that people have been looking forward to other than like cyberpunk um and for me personally i um and for people who don't know borders gate 3 is a a game from 20 years ago sorry border gate 2 and borders gate 1 they were like tw- games from like early 2000s uh, in the 90s um and they're all ba- they're, they're based off like the D rules yeah um i i for the last must be almost like the last couple of years have been um, involved in a D&D campaign with my mates. Um, and we're, I think, yeah, we're, we're, we're close to, to two years. So I, I really want to play it. But obviously, Borders Gate 3 is in early access. So Larian and other people that have made it, and they've made another, um, what do you call it, isometric RPG, um, which a lot of people probably have heard of. Um, and it's Divinity. Um, Divinity yeah, 2... Yep. is the one that I'm playing right now. Divinity 2 Original Sin, or Divinity Original Sin 2, however you want to say it. And basically, this is the next best thing. If you are like me and you want to wait for Baldur's Gate 3 to come out of early access um, in like a year, then play Divinity Original Sin 2, because this 
if, if if there's a game out there that isn't Baldur's Gate that is like D and D, you just play Divinity, because Larian Studios they just know how to make an interesting open world isometric RPG with such quirky characters and this world that is just so so interesting and obviously I don't want to sound, sound like a, a broken record but the quirkiness of this world that they've created is so amazing and I, I really love just just playing a video game like this where you can just get lost in the systems that they that they give you um things like you know just find you know there's all these different classes and all these different skills that you can um that you can have uh, for your characters and obviously there's lots of mixing mixing and matching of of, of all the skills and um so if you want to play a wizard style character who is good with uh fire spells um then you might want to also go into the geomancer skill tree because that has lots of abilities that create poison and things that create oil surfaces and you can get sort of really good combos with fire and 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 oil and stuff it all blows up when you when you do all these combos there's all these i mean it literally it's like D in the fact that you can you can make whatever character you want in this world mm. and play out that class so if you want to play some cleric who's really good at healing spells but also likes to go in and stab somebody behind the back with a dagger and be a bit roguey you can do it or you can play your sort of bog standard you know wizard or necromancer or things like this um but it's 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 one of those games that if you're not really into isometric style over the top rpgs then i, I still feel like divinity 2 is is very accessible if you want to get into these kinds of games um i played the first one i put about 100 hours into the first one and a lot of people say that don't bother with the first one because the second one is is the best and and i would agree with that it's it's more polished than the first i'm glad i i waited to play this before uh sorry i'm glad i waited uh to play it because it is very similar to the first one it's just a lot more polished and ironed out but yeah it's 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 been a while since I've I've properly lost myself in one of these RPG worlds, like mm. proper fantasy RPGs. I'm trying to think of what was the last proper big RPG that that I've actually gotten lost in recently. I, I can't I can't think of any. Like surely it can't be something like Skyrim. Like that's way too long ago. Like I never got into Dragon Age. What about The Witcher Three? There's a Witcher three, yes, yeah, that was so that was 2015, wasn't it? Mm. So probably the Witcher three, yeah, probably the Witcher three was probably the last the last game. But yeah, th- 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 this this is definitely a fantasy R. You know, if you're into fantasy and you and you love RPGs, then you need to play Divinity. I th- I think it is available on consoles, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's on the Switch, it's on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Switch is probably the. I've been looking at getting this for the Switch because oh. I think this is the type of game that I would love to just be on the sofa and just yeah. be playing it handheld. Yeah. Just purely because I, you know, it's something that I can just get stuck into. The Switch is great for that. 
I could just get stuck into it and there's no distractions because everyone else will be watching something else or doing something else. It's easy. It's, um, it's, it's, it's an easy game to do that with because yeah. whilst there's a really rich lore, like I said, because it's really quirky and there's a lot of humour and stuff, it's very easy to play. And even like things like the combat, you know, it's all turn-based, so you can take your time with combat, you can plan out your tactics and, and your positioning, even before combat and stuff like this you can place people in places you want you know it's it's a slow you know you can be as slow as you like as methodical as you like we can just mm -hmm. chuck your characters in and, and just go for it it's, it's a very easy game to just pick up and play and you don't necessarily need to get like heavily invested in the lore of the world to enjoy it it's definitely one of those games that you could you could pick up on the switch for sure yeah mm. i just I do like the look of it. It's funny you should mention Baldur's Gate as well, because I remember they did, because I've just recently picked up Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance for the PlayStation 2. I picked it up at a car boot yeah. sale. And, yeah, obviously it's... um, Yeah, I just picked it up from a car boot sale for, like, a quid. Yeah. And it's it still holds up. Have it's you played really many, um, you played many isometric RPGs. Well, I see them as dungeon crawlers. Yeah. So, obviously, we spoke about um, oh, what's Darksiders, was it? Darksiders yeah. Genesis the Genesis. other week. Yeah. And I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. Um, so much so that it's it's in my top ten games of the year so far. Um, I think but, I think you would enjoy this a lot. I mean, Divinity Two is the peak of like it is held in such high regard from pretty much every you know isometric rpg fan you know divinity 2 is the top tier like best one of these games so yeah, i think i does, think enjoy it yeah yeah it does it it does look um it's definitely the type of game that is is i would like to play yeah um and it's it's scratching that itch for me because I really, really want to play Baldur's Gate 3 because I love D&D &D so much. And I just want to play a video game version of it. But I'll just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be patient and, and wait for the full release. But even, even just, just looking at some of the gameplay at the moment, I mean, Jesus, it's going to be something amazing. It's like it's got that whole isometric feel to it. But it's also I love the fact that they, they, they chose to do a dialogue system that... Yeah feels very mass effecty dragon agey it's come it comes in and uh, gets close to the characters and and you know you, you and the facial animations and things just for an early access game is really cool so it's going to be something special but i think it's going to it's going to get to that point once it's finished because i think at the moment it's only the first act is available in early access i think that's about 40 hours 30 or 40 there hours was, there was a dungeon crawler towards the end of the xbox 360 life that did the same thing to divinity and you had the speech bubbles and i can't remember what it was but it was a similar it was a similar type of tyranny? um was it tyranny tyranny it may be it had like um an underscored name as well it was similar it was isometric and then you had speech options mm. like mass Tor effect Torchlight? and i no torch mm. i was it's funny you mentioned torchlight though because i i've I'm quite tempted to pick up Torchlight 3. So between yeah. Divinity 2 and Torchlight 3, they're both on the Switch. Mm. 
um very similar types of game but torchlight is more of an action yes yeah, more it's more action order. yeah 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 for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but then, cool yeah cool yeah so anyway anyway oh is it spooky time Spooky, spooky. Yes, so I I know that Sam, you have also... Now, Sam, have you seen this in its entirety? Yes, and so has Will. We watched it together. Oh, excellent, excellent. Okay, okay. Okay, so obviously uh, what what I'm talking about here um, is the Netflix series The Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, Did either of you... Have either of you seen the first in The Haunting Anthology, The Haunting of Hill House? Oh, I've watched that. It's brilliant. It's now, brilliant. I'm going to just... Haunting of Hill House might be one of my favourite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved every minute of that show. So I had high expectations going into Bly Manor. Um, <laughs> and I had heard that people had said that, oh, it's not as scary and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But and I'm kind of glad that I heard people say that because I went into it expecting it to just be something completely different because it is something very very different Mm -hmm. to the first one and in a good way i think i think it is really really well done and it's it's obviously loosely based on the henry james stories turning of the screw yeah the turn the turn of the screw yeah um and obviously you get a lot of the returning cast as well There's, there's another um netflix series that does that where they they have cast members return uh, as different roles is it is, is it um american horror story does american that. horror story yes thank you um they do the same thing so um i god it's such a sad story mm. like it really is it's really sad and i cried <laughs> yeah it's i victoria uh, what's her name victoria pedrietti is it uh the girl who played danny and um nell in in hill house mm-hmm. i honestly just think she's inc- an incredible actress like especially like she was good in hill house but obviously you know she she didn't have as much screen time as everybody else um but obviously she was the main the main folk one of the main uh pretty much the the, the main character in this and her yeah. performance is so good like she just really comes across with this sort of this skitterish you know um american that's that's so troubled and 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 the children as well like that little Mm. girl little flora oh my days it was nice (laughs) to have it was nice it was nice to um have a horror story where the the little children weren't creepy or the little girl wasn't creepy she was actually cute she was perfectly splendid perfectly splendid she's creepy sometimes (laughs) <laughs> no, but she's no. You know what I mean? It's not just like oh, it's a grown of a grudge girl. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were just kids. Yeah, they're just kids. And I loved just how normal the characters were. I loved every single one of the characters. I loved Hannah and Owen and and Jamie and I just loved all of them. I I loved the chemistry between all the characters. Definitely so felt good. like their own little family, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But what? You, yeah, yeah. T- tell me, Sam. What did you, what did you what did you think of it? Because did you did you enjoy Hill House as well? I did because it was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, I mean, there were some parts that made me jump, but it was yeah. it was just unsettling. Like it wasn't terrifying. You were just constantly unsettled because you didn't know what was gonna happen next. 
Yeah. And you could you could still see like ghosts in the shadows like all yeah, throughout the show. Yeah. I love but that. I just didn't like that you only got to see like one or two up close. Yeah. Like the rest of them were just lingering. Yeah, there was obviously the lady in the lake, but there was there wasn't really any other really memorable ghosts. No. Um I remember seeing because obviously there were clues to with the dolls in the in in the in the dollhouse, but yeah, it's it's definitely I, I definitely felt more intrigue than yeah. really I was really curious as to what was going on. And then when you had that episode that was just based on Hannah, and it was just like whoa, okay, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely like mind blown. Yeah, yeah, but uh is that, that these these I hope I hope they do another one because I mean you, you can't really have it called the haunting anthology if you only have two can you really no so I would say to anyone though that hasn't watched these go and watch haunt I mean watch haunting of hill house because I, I genuinely haunting think of it's, hill house it's mm-hmm. it's it's one of the best shows I've ever seen and I, and I love I love that show so much and that's again it's another sad story yeah like, you know these ghosts and things they aren't necessarily evil things they're just there's there's like there's tragedy involved and there's um you know sad stories and blind man was obviously was was a lot more like they say in the show you know it was it was a lot more of a love story than yeah it was a story, mm. I'm sure I mean, on my part, I'm 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 quite glad. I haven't I've, I've not seen uh, Hill House, and uh, I'm, I, I was delighted <laughs> that it really wasn't as scary because uh, uh, I mean, it already, it already scared me enough, right? <laughs> like there's I, a I moment. I wish I could have heard him. There's a this. moment <laughs> at the very end of like I think like maybe the seventh episode it happens the the end that the ending yes, of the seventh yeah, episode, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was yeah. like about three a.m. How the hell I didn't wake everyone up in the house, <laughs> you know? Because yeah. uh, scared, the, scared the shit out of me. Okay, guys, here's well, here's well. Oh, I don't fucking like that. I don't like that. <laughs> don't go <want> that. <laughs> you can fuck off with that. You have a great time with Ben. Sorry for the language. But that's, that's <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I mean, just. God. Honestly, though, whilst we say Hill House is scarier, and it is scarier, it is, it is on the same level. It, it could even be. Better, it is probably better than this in yeah, terms of story. It's a lot more tragic too. Jesus, yes. like, oh my god, <laughs> it that, destroys that, me. Yeah, yeah, the showrunners, the showrunners, they know how to write good characters and good character development and good mm-hmm. character interaction. Like that's some of the things I loved in Blind Manor was the was the one to one moments between a lot of the characters. They're so good. Like the yeah. the relationship with Hannah and Owen is so so good. It's so believable. Yeah. And Danny and Jamie. So. It's it's sad, but such a good story, such a good story, and I hope they do more. I really yeah. do hope they do. So, uh, Jamie, let me just talk about Jamie for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody over here, all my friends, everybody that watches that show, she is like a heartthrob. Like everybody yeah. is just obsessed with her. <laughs> and Will doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. I mean, she's northern. That's where the scum live. What? <gasps> edit that out. No, that's what edit it out. <laughs> Jesus! Will! 
Will to it. I posted a status having my friends explain to him what they see in her, and it's mostly it's mostly my girlfriends. Yeah. And you guys just don't understand what your accents do to all Americans. Like <laughs> it's like it's like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think my favorite moment. The, the just the cringy at the moment that I just cringed the most in the in the in the show. Don't you wanna be able to touch me to be able to taste me again? Aye. Isn't that a character in the Austin Power movies? <laughs> like any time that guy talked, Will would just be in my ear on the phone, just like making fun of his accent. <laughs> It was a very strong Scottish accent. Oh yeah. <laughs> he is British actually. I don't know if he's Scottish. I don't know if that's his actual accent or not. He was also in Hill House, but he was obviously uh, had an American accent. I so I don't enjoyed... know whether that's his real accent or not. I also really enjoyed the uh, the voice of the uh, policeman because I've never heard a deeper voice yeah, in my entire life. Was... I'll do another sweep on my way out. Like, oh, jeez. All right. That was definitely, like, a fake British accent. <laughs> that <was> bad. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the cinematography of it. Like, it's a very beautiful-looking show. Like, the, the, the oh. like, cinematography of, like, the house and, and things like that is just, and uh, the grounds, fantastic. That's another thing that I loved about the first series. And there's there's an episode that I, 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 I is one of my favorite episodes in television where it's it's a funeral and well it's not actually the funeral it's the day before a funeral and the entire episode is shot as one shot oh not, yeah uh, and they, they filmed it. the whole thing in one take it's wild and it's just, it. it is just the most impressive um it's it's one of the most impressive things in television that I've seen. Just how they did it, and it is the it is amazing how they 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 transition into different scenes, and there's there is no cut. And I think they even said that they 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 didn't do any sort of hidden cuts or anything. Like it was all they did it in one go. Mm. Like they obviously had to keep they thought we had to do it about sixty times because yeah. of school stakes so it's not like anything like with like uh 1917 where it was it was all filmed like it was one shot but there were some hidden cuts with this it was like uh, it was incredible it's it, it just added added to the uh to the scene but that is another thing that is great about these shows is that yeah the the cinematography is amazing and and the location as well gorgeous Gorg- mm. i don't know where house that actually is but I just wanted to chime in about Jamie, how she's just a daydream. <laughs> I loved all the characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Owen was probably my favourite, though. Yeah, Owen's great. So, uh, disappointingly, I've just found out that Bly Manor is completely CGI. What? Oh, really? Yeah. No. It is. Well, that is amazing. That's also they, some very of special impressive. Effects. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Is haunting? Is the haunting on the Hill House all CGI as well? I don't uh, know. That's a smaller house though. It's not a manor. 
is it? Yeah. I know. Wait, yeah. Your house is a big house. Yeah. Because there were some scenes in that where you're like, because it looks like when they do some of the like the scenes, it actually looks proper. It doesn't look like CGI. Yeah. 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 It is indeed a real house. The Hill House is a, a house in uh, Lagrange, Georgia. Yeah. Ooh, she goes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's just a hop and a skip away. It is. <laughs> uh, but you can't. Can I believe that? That, that? that shocked me that it's uh, all CGI. That house. Wild. That's incredible. Like I never would have said that. Wild. Yeah. Okay. What's your song for the old month then, Ben? Well, I haven't really been listening to anything new, so I figured I'd go for something classic again. And I was thinking to myself, oh, do I do I go for a bit of Bowie maybe, or a bit of Queen? I don't know. And then I thought to myself, hold on a minute. Why not have both? There's only a bloody coat between the two. One of my yeah. favourite songs of all time, Under Pressure, by Queen and David Bowie. <laughs>
Okay, Sam, what have you got for us this fine month? Okay, so I guess it would be the game that I've been into mostly recently, which is Spirit Fair. <gasps> <laughs> oh my it's, god. It's on the Game Pass, and it is like if there was ever a game that, that was specifically made to instantly just enter my heart and never leave, <laughs> Spirit Fair. <laughs> I want to play this so much. It's so. Is this sweet. the game where you got boats and stuff like that? And yeah, you so build your... so basically, you 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 are the spirit fair. You take um you take spirits on board your boat and you kind of help them resolve things they didn't get to resolve in their life in their afterlife, so they can then move on and be at peace. So. Um, you just travel along to these different islands and um, pick up spirits along the way. You have little quests to do for them to help them make amends. You grow vegetables and fruits and cook them things to keep them fed and happy. And I don't know, I guess it's just because they're animals is why, like, yeah. <laughs> it just gets me it right in the adorable. heart. Like, I I have, I have cried. I know I say I, I cry at everything, and I really do, but, <laughs> like, when my first... Because Will was on the call with me when I was playing, and I started crying when my first spirit like went into the afterlife, yeah. went through the gate. Like, it's the sweetest game, it really is. But it gets hard, like as you upgrade your boat and you have more spirits, and you're trying to keep them all happy and keep your your um, vegetables watered, and it becomes a lot <laughs> to keep everyone happy mm. and satisfied while you're trying to make your way and help everyone it is gorgeous as well it yeah, the is the it art really style is. <laughs> so pretty but it's on the game pass so you can like try it out for free and yeah. I, I mean I'd, I'd probably buy it honestly um this is one that i've wanted to get on the switch like mm -hmm. i feel like I, I that same thing you were saying jmo with like just games yeah. you can just chill out with yeah. in handheld mode like this this feels like such a chill out game but also yeah. like you're saying sam that it's it's quite emotional and just because of the theme it really is yeah like you get attached to these characters and like you feel for them like they like throughout their time with you they'll tell you things that have happened to them good things bad things yeah. things they regret sorry sorry what 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 is the the general gameplay loop because that's always what i've wondered like what what is it that you have to really do for like the the people without obviously spawning anything well, like, like I said, you're just, I don't know, it, it doesn't really go in one direction. You yeah. can go to different areas, and I mean, you can't get to different areas before certain things happen, but you're just taking them wherever they need to go. Mm -hmm. Like, like one of them, I mean, you took her to her childhood home, and you're just helping them resolve all the pain in their life so that they can, like, make amends and yeah. be at peace before they finally go on. And you can give them hugs. Yes, you can give them <laughs> hugs. I do that like every time. Yeah. They let me. I give them hugs. Sometimes they're just like, I don't want a hug right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. Yeah. From what from what I saw when I watched Sam play, there's like um like fish there's like fishing that you can do, you like chopping yeah. down trees and things. Like obviously the base yeah, building seems to... to be a large. Mm. You have to gather materials to uh, upgrade things, build things. Um, you have to mine, chop down trees, like you said. You can fish, buy things from different islands to make new recipes for them. And and they have like likes and dislikes. Like mm. one of them, who's my fav my favorite one, she's um 
she's vegan and she doesn't like eat anything that isn't vegan but she likes like she likes desserts so you just like trial and error to find out what they like and yeah. what happy so like with this game as well i've noticed from what i've seen of it the boats they tend to get bigger with more rooms and stuff like that so does it have like a sort of fallout shelter mechanic whereby you can add different rooms for different characters you pick up and stuff yeah um you have to go to the shipyard to upgrade the boat and it usually just takes glims which is like the currency in the game right and um you can upgrade your ship, and it's kind of like Tetris. You have to kind of stack and make everything fit because everything's yeah. just stacked on top of each other. Yeah, see, I've seen that's what I've seen. I've seen like because obviously you start off with a small boat, but then I've I've noticed that other people I've seen they've had like these boats with so many rooms on there, mm. and it's just like mm-hmm. I I it's just curiosity as how that sort of how you go from small to a really big ship with all these different rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and just pla- upgrades. And the placement of them is all like you can choose wherever you want. So you, so like mm. my ship would look complete might look completely different to Sam's or yours, J Mo, because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. It gives you a little bit of creative freedom with that. Mm. Yeah. I, I was getting like really frustrated because <laughs> Because I was trying to arrange everything so it fit perfectly, but you can't exactly do that yeah. <laughs> ever. And um, like you, you can get like a forge to smelt ore into ingots, and you have like a a little looming place to make fabrics, um, lumber mill to make planks to upgrade stuff. Like it's 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 a lot. It becomes a whole lot, <laughs> especially <laughs> the more the more spirits you have on your ship. Yeah. But. I, I can I can sit here and just waste hours playing that game, like I just get <laughs> lost in it. Like Sam will be like, okay, time for bed. I think we've got to we've got to get to bed, and then she'll just kind of zone out again for an hour <laughs> into, the, into the game. <laughs> yeah. God, I was like that. I was like that with Stardew Valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just do one more game. I'll just do one more day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll do one more day. But it's so peaceful, like the music and just it's it's a happy game. I mean, there's pain to it, but it's yeah it just it just puts me at ease and it it makes me feel good to help these mm. I, know, I know it's just the game but it makes my heart feel good to like have these spirits be at ease and yeah. content with all that they've done i really want to play this it's it's so good yeah. and i i've become so you know, attached as well. to characters i've been yeah like i said i've been i'm in an hour whether to just play it on game pass or 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 actually buy it on switch but definitely something i want to play soon because it's yeah. like you yeah and, and well, if you like... if you play it and you come across summer summer is my favorite so far <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like another one of those games that sort of works with the switch because although it's on game pass and you can play it through the the screen and the main tv stuff like that i always find that they just for some reason they come to life a lot more when you're playing them on the switch mm. They mm-hmm. seem to have that. You you get s- stuck into them a lot more. I yeah. don't know whether it's because it's handheld and you can actually just shut yourself off around yeah. people and just uh, um, what's the word? Focus on it. Whereas if yeah. it's on a big screen, there are distractions around you. Um, Def- definitely. Yeah. I, I think I think there's a lot of certainly for me. There's a lot of Switch games. Oh, sorry, a lot of games that I'm holding out for on switch like just to play them on switch 
Um, yeah. Like I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't put many hours into Stardew Valley on PC. I put about maybe. 50 40, 40. <laughs> not, not many hours yeah, yeah but you think about how long ago that came out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that came out but then when i got it on switch i just i i, I played about 120 hours within like a, a stupid short amount of time um yeah. and even games like uh or in the blind forest mm. and the will of the wisps yeah. like their games that i want to play on the switch you know, games yeah. like that that yeah. feel like these that these games like like with Spirit Fair, like they they feel good games. There's something about the Switch, I think, that makes think you want to play yeah. those kinds of games on it. Well, it's funny because you say that. I mean, Streets of Rage Four. Obviously, I've got it on the Xbox, but on Game Pass. But I brought it, and I've played. I completed it, and I've played it more on the Switch. And it mm. just it, it's that type of game where I just love that pick up and play aspect of it whereas i feel that if it's when it's on the xbox i don't really want to do a pick up and play game on the xbox mm. and i think that's sort of why i prefer having switch versions on certain types of games although yeah, having yeah. said that yeah go on so I was, I was gonna say like you said um uh with distractions as well yeah. even with like yeah. say as a pc gamer um you know i've got a pc in front of me i've got youtube right in front of me i've got mm. you know the internet right in front of me you know I'm, like, oh, I'm just gonna go and watch some youtube now or some netflix or whatever mm. whereas when i'm on my switch or you know and i want you know i want to play a cozy game or something like yeah well, i'm gonna sit down on the switch and you know yeah. i'll get distracted yeah, but i just well, want to yeah well it's like it is it is a real like you find yourself having a time sync when you're on the switch as well like I know for a fact that when Jurassic Park Evolution comes or Jurassic World Evolution comes out on the Switch in beginning of November, I'm going to get that on the Switch. And despite having it on the Xbox, I will probably just be playing that on the Switch all the yeah. way up until Christmas. Besides Cyberpunk, obviously, on oh, the main God, thing. But yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. There's so many games coming out next month, and I'm going to be broke. I mean, we've got the mm. Titan that is Bug Snacks coming out on on on, on, on the tenth of November. <laughs> that comes first, November. though. Yeah. You got yeah. yeah Bug yeah. Snacks, Destiny, Destiny expansion, Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs. Oh. Valhalla's coming out as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Watch Dogs. You have to skip Valhalla. Cyberpunk, yeah. I think, is gonna d- destroy my but, life. But mate, Norwich. <laughs> Norwich is in Assassin's Creed. I know. And Thetford. Thetford, for goodness sake. Unbelievable, isn't it? Back to Switch games. Unbelievable. Of all the places. Back to Switch games for a second, Sam. Have have either of you, any of you, played the game Greece? G-R-I-S? No, I've heard of it, though. Oh, my gosh. If you want to play a game that just will rip your soul out without saying anything, it just tells the story through the art style and the music, you need to play that game. No, I, I never even finished the... it, but it's on the Switch. Oh, God. I've I've literally I've searched Grease game on Google and it's come up with, like, a really crappy official video game on the Wii for Grease. <laughs> no, it's movie. a G-R-I-S, man. It's still G-R-I-S. G-R-I-S. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah, it's like it's. I won't even go into it, but it's it's. Good. Oh yeah, so that'd be a good recommendation. <laughs> I I love the Switch because like, I'm I'm extremely lazy and I don't like sitting up when I'm playing video games. I like to be laying down, relaxing. So I get in bed with all my pillows and blankets and make a little cozy cocoon. 
That's what I love about the Switch. Yeah, yeah. You can just take it wherever. Yeah. <laughs> what? I also like the Switch, but I um. You don't use it. Sometimes I do kind of wish I just got on a regular Switch so I could play it on the yeah. TV. So I guess I'm the inverse. Of I you will guys. trade you. I will trade you. <laughs> I like yours better than mine. I told you. Because sometimes I just feel like I would put more time into like Animal Crossing and, and other games oh, if I could watch them on yeah. the TV. You know. <laughs> That's the point. I feel guilty. I haven't touched Animal Crossing for months. My town is going to be... There's going to be weeds everywhere, j Oh, my God. Oh, no. You're missing all the Halloween funs. But at least, at least with Animal Crossing now, your villagers don't just up and leave if you don't. just fucking up and leave? They don't do that anymore. They did that New Leaf, and it would destroy me. God. Anyway. Yeah, so I think the inverse of that is this. I don't know. I, I, sometimes I wish I could play them on the old TV, but that's that's fine. Yeah, that's I fine. thought I thought you, yeah. I thought that, wasn't there a few podcasts ago where you were <laughs> and, and saying, "Oh, I've got the best version." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, that's, that's <laughs> that sounds typical. Willie goes up and down, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah. Listen, once I've got an opinion, I literally never change my mind, as you all know. <laughs> But you know what, Will? You have changed your mind on this, so I I applaud you. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Okay, uh, Sam, anything else to talk about? Because I know we talked about Bly Manor, which was, I think, your other thing. Yeah, I I guess that's it. Spirit Fair is a a super, super cute game that'll just um, pull on your heartstrings. How many animal hugs out of ten? (laughs) A billion. (laughs) All of them. All of the hugs. Okay, yeah, what is your song for the month? Oh, man. Oh, I had it, now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, Abeyance by Sylvain.
the main event then. It's J Mo time. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? The man, the myth, the legend. The legend. Saving the best That's for a... last. I I thought that was Will when he does all his when he does Resident Evil Seven next week. <laughs> That'll be the... Stop yeah, reminding me. I'm trying to block really... it out until I have to actually play it. I'm going like, oh, to like see keep... myself laughing at him. I already know. I'm just going to like try and drag out all the all the safe parts. Like, oh, I just got to go to the toilet, everyone. Yeah. yeah uh... <laughs> oh, I think that's enough for now. Is... Yeah. <laughs> this is the highlight of the the start of november that is the highlight of the start of november <laughs> you don't need cyberpunk or jurassic world evolution it's you playing resident evil 7 i cannot wait <laughs> i did also play a bit of until dawn on the channel there's a video for that as well which was uh, it was sorry until dawn until dawn yeah yeah oh god okay. I, need to play that. I, I did play I a little bit of that. love until dawn yeah okay so jamie yeah. yes Right, okay, so it's funny we were talking about the Switch because my first thing is I want to talk about the other handheld in my life, the Evercade. So there's a new batch of game cartridges that have come out for it. So the second batch of cartridges, obviously, the first 10 were like the release cartridges and all that. So the second batch of cartridges that have started to come out are a little bit more interesting. The cartridge I, the cartridge I received, so they've got, a cartridge that has um, the Oliver Twins games, which are like the, the Dizzy games from back in the days, so the Treasure Island Dizzy, Fantasy Island Dizzy. Um, there's about 11 old Coldmaster games on there. And then you've got like a, a couple of Atari Lynx cartridges, which are coming out towards the end of November. Um, but the cartridge that I've been most looking forward to is just a dual game cartridge. And it features two games that were basically their old new games. So they're games that were obviously Kickstarter campaigns. They were made with regard of being Sega Mega Drive games using Sega Mega Drive tech. Um, but obviously they've then since evolved. So obviously the company that made them originally, they put them on cartridges and they sold them as Mega Drive cartridges for £50 and you had to obviously mail order them. Um, but obviously they've now come out as on a dual Evercade game cartridge. One of the games is very well known, a game called Xeno Crisis, which is like an alien, a, a version of Aliens, but done like Smash TV. I won't really talk about that because that's actually on Xbox Game Pass. So you can play it on Xbox Game Pass. There's a game that I've been wanting to play for since it was announced, and it was announced about four years ago. A game called Tanglewood. I don't know if any of you guys oh, have heard yeah. of it. It's, it's a, like I've heard of that. Yeah, so it's a puzzle platformer. Um, and I don't play a lot of platformers, obviously, besides the Mario's and, and Sonic's. I'm not really a massive platformer fan. You know, I'll play them, but I'm not as big a, big a fan of platformers yeah. as other people in, you know. But I, it's every now and again, a game is in production that, sort of um takes my eye and uh, sort of makes me set up and notice so this game tanglewood is only actually ever released as a mega drive cartridge in 2018 mm -hmm. and also on steam as well and i think it was about 50 pounds for the mega drive cartridge and i at the time i was really considering getting it for my old school mega drive here so 
basically the fact is because it's on these Evercade cartridges and this cartridge is 15 pounds but you get these two games on it Tanglewood it's basically this dark puzzle you control Nim who is this little fox who has to survive the night in the forest that he lives in um basically he's the forest is beautiful like you would not believe this is using been made on mega drive tech i'm looking at it now it's very pretty it does look pretty yeah yeah it's sort of like on a thing like i would put it on a par with in terms of how clever they've utilized the software so you have obviously nim is not a combative character he does have powers that he can use when he he gets these little things called fuzzles home into his things so he can use a flying power he can use this time stopping power and he can use his animals so within the there are these beasts and these beasts are quite big horrible creatures um obviously he has to avoid them to survive the night as well and the the sort of levels they're sort of designed like mario levels or sonic levels Mm. um whereby they're quite open in terms of where you can actually go the end of the level is always on the far right hand side yeah. But how you get to there, it you know, there's puzzles to solve. Um, I am, I've been wanting to play this game for so long. Um, and to actually be able to play it now, I was really excited to play it. Mm. And then to find out that it is actually as good, even better than I was hoping for, is like a real, um, a real positive. So... Mm guys that made the game as well they also said they used another world as a massive influence and it shows in the way that the characters are the animation of the characters as well so the animation itself the guys that originally developed the game they had in mind so it's just a gorgeous puzzle platformer and the way that the elements so i'm at a stage where lightning is coming and it's night time so so when the lightning comes in, if you're in the wide open spaces, you get struck down and you're dead straight away. But if you're hiding underneath one of these trees, then the lightning doesn't hit you. As I was saying, it's a beautiful, beautiful platforming game. Sorry about my internet. I think right, you know, my mate. son's using it at the same Yeah. It's all right, Sorry. I know. The battle that I have with internet. Uh, trust me, mate. I, I feel you. That's why I have a wired connection to my computer. Because if I didn't, it'd be even worse than, than what you're dealing with right now. <laughs> oh, I'm gutted because I wanted to talk about Tanglewood so much. Um. Okay. So yeah, that's that's the game. Um. I was going to talk about something else as well, which I've watched several times. The last thing I wanted to talk about, um, a film that I used to be scared of as a kid. Uh, the Shining. Yes. I've watched it twice Ooh, in the last couple of months. I, oh my God, here's Johnny. Red I am. <laughs> Red Rob. Red Rob. The thing is. <laughs> I'll stop now. And I've wanted to go back to the film for a long time. Mm-hmm. So this time I've gone back to it and I've watched it twice. And 
the first time I watched it, I sat down with Mrs. G and we watched it together and she had never seen it before. Oh. Even though she'd heard of it, she'd never mm. seen it before. Um, I have never seen someone so scared of a film. <laughs> Besides, obviously, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so, it's so um, atmospheric and dark yeah. and twisted. The way that it, builds and it's it does a lot of very clever things mm. but what it does more so now which i don't which i think is real like um credit to stanley kubrick who made it obviously it's a stephen king book but at the time it was made mental really really understood it watching it now it's a very dark twisted tale about the psyche and mental health and loneliness and um what's the word when you shut yourself away it it has isolation and watching it now now watching it which is why it's so i think the horror of the film is even more um more with this day and age than it's ever been definitely yeah um it's it's so good. I mean, it looks dated, but the way the film just slowly picks up as it goes through. Obviously, we joke about the red room bit and the two twin girls, and that stuff's scary. But when you're following the way the camera pans around Danny, the little boy, and he's on his little go kart going around the hotel, it's so creepy. And nothing happens. Nothing happens like besides a few images but nothing happens for the first 45 minutes or so builds up anticipation for being scared which is actually probably better than just making people you know jump scare all the time yes yes and that's why it's so good it does the anticipation of it because you know something's happening you know something it makes it very uncomfortable to just go with you're in an uncomfortable situation in your mind Mm. and i think that's why it's so because you can understand you can almost understand the um the isolation that the main character's going through even obviously just the psychotic side at the end you know obviously that's a bit different but you can sort of understand the where he's going down he's going down this dark tunnel and there's only seems to be one way that he's going mm. and it's a very um it's it's almost a very good um character profile of how how people get into this state of being stuck in an isolated area by themselves in their mind mm. Mm. A- and i think in terms of a film it's not just a horror movie but i think it stands up in terms of a like say a character portrayal of mental health yeah it's such a strong horror movie and even like now i find it even scarier because of the mental health aspects than i did when back in the day and as a kid when i saw it i was really scared by it (laughs) but yeah it's very um it's a superb horror movie and if any have you guys have any of you guys watched it oh yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. i'm the only one here that hasn't I only watched There's it recently, one, though. Eh? I've only watched <laughs> it in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, 
it's brilliant. I mean, I've seen, you know, there's other films of that time, like Texas Chainsaw and obviously The Exorcist, oh. that obviously I'm, I would say that I'm going to be controversial and say that I don't think The Exorcist holds up as well today as it did uh-huh. then. Whereas I, th- I think Texas Chainsaw and certainly The Shining hold up even more. Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw was more about, we've spoken about it so many times, but it was more about the actual what's not going on. Because it's not that gory a film. Whereas The Shining, the whole sense of dread that you put inside your mind as you're watching it, that makes the film even scarier than it is. Um, it's a, like I say, it's a superb, superb it's a film. very different style of horror as well to what we're, we're used to. Yeah. Yeah, very it's... different, very psychological, very. I love all the moments that he has with uh, the, not the waiter, but the 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 guy that he talks to. Is it the waiter, the the porter? Oh or... yeah, the, no, the yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's... very, oh, very. So John Gilgood is the name of the actor. Yeah. And yeah, he's the one that did stuff to his family. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the bit in the um. The bit in the top in the toilet where they're talking to each other is a very creepy scene in itself. And but just then, yeah, go on. Sorry, I was going to say the the standout from that scene as well is just, and actually there's a theme of it throughout the the film is just the yeah. color red. Yes, there's yes. So much red. Yeah, yeah, and even the grand ballroom, which yeah. he obviously. I mean, that's a big thing as well. And that grand ballroom bit where he's at the bar and he's talking to the barman has been taken and used in so many different mm-hmm, films, mm-hmm. most notably Passengers, the yeah. um, film with Chris Pratt and um, yeah. Jennifer. Oh, what's her name? Jennifer... The, one that, the one that was in. Um, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence yeah. And that obviously they use the bar. The bar is exactly the same bar, mm-hmm. you know, down to T. Obviously, the 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah, that is a great film. I love it. And it is just, but I like the um, the references that this film has given. Obviously, we spoke, of, I mentioned about Ready Player One. And when it cut, you're not expecting them to go to that film in Ready Player One. And they do. But obviously... My son, he he's obviously was tempted to watch it as well because obviously he's seen the bits in Ready Player One and it's very uh, it's very good how close they use certain key scenes from The Shining because those scenes when you're watching them in The Shining are even scarier. Mm. Um, so it was on at I think it was on at nine o'clock on a couple of Saturdays ago. I remember you and, tweeting about it. Yeah. Yeah, and he sat and watched it with me for the first 40, 45 minutes because he was interested. Okay. He wanted because obviously Ready Player One and that scene, he he wants to know where that mm. bits come from mm. because it doesn't make sense in Ready Player One until you know what film it is. If you're a kid just seeing Ready Player One and seeing a dark horror movie, you don't know where that's come from. So he lasted about 45 minutes. And then obviously <laughs> yeah. before before the scene in the um before the scene in the bar and just before the um the woman in the bath scene. Oh, I hate that. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> that oh. is, I know. Yeah. It's That's it's the worst so bit of the movie speedy. for me. Yeah, it oh. is. It's just, yeah. 
he's such a great actor too. Anyway, because like oh yeah, another movie he just he then is uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Have you all mm. ever seen oh, that one? Yeah, what a Another film. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd's in that as well, and he's brilliant in it. It's such a good film. I love Jack Nicholson. I haven't, yeah, just, I haven't... just his descent into madness, like, he plays it so well. Like you, He's like, so good at that, yeah. Yeah, like, like when he sticks his face in the door, you know, here's Johnny. Like, you can genuinely see just pure madness in his yeah. face craziness but then yeah. that's why he was a good joker as well in the original in tim burton's batman you know that was inspired casting to put jack nicholson as the joker um and if it hadn't been for heath ledger and i know that the joker movie with um what's my call it jack yeah, phoenix he done a really good character portrayal oh, yeah but so, i still think jack nicholson as the joker is still the um He's probably the closest. Yeah, well, he's probably the closest anyone's got to the comic book Joker. Mm -hmm. I think more than anything. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the other Jokers has developed a craziness about them, which is still. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, but uh, Joker and Phoenix's Joker won't be the latest Joker for very long because uh, oh, Jared Leto is reprising his role in the in the, in the Justice oh League God. reshoots. And he's the worst <laughs> of the Jokers, and I like Jared yes. Leto as well. Uh... But there we go. Actually, that's a nice little circle background to The Shining because 30 Seconds to Mars, they did a video oh, yeah. in the hotel that they and the video yeah. was a complete ripoff of The Shining. They used all <laughs> yeah. the scenes from it as well, and they even wore the suits from the um, Grand Ballroom. So that was what? a nice little, nice little circle background to the beginning, Will. I do, I do hate to kind of, uh, kind of make it a bit more sad. Uh, when we talk about this movie, but it's worth remembering that uh, the, uh, the actress Shelley Duvall uh, yeah. credit, credits a lot of her mental illness to the kind of mm. directing oh, yeah. style of Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. She had to do the uh, baseball bat scene 127 times. They they, they, oh, they did that, that scene. Oh my and her God. hands uh, afterwards, her hands were raw with uh, yeah. cl- after clutching the weapon. I can't so, imagine. Uh, yeah, she's yeah, uh, she's it's def- that, that that movie definitely was a, a kind of a negative turning point for her life, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, always kind of. It is. I think back in the day, though, that's you know there was a lot of directors, and I think Stanley Kubrick would be pulled up on things now. Anyway, you know, obviously back in the day, the way they made movies to actually get the um the fear across on horror movies what they did to some of their um actors was quite um was really dark yeah horrific. you know yeah 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 i mean there's there's um what's the other one well roman polanski that he made some really dodgy films back in the 70s that are sort of people film critics say are amazing films but what he actually did to cast members on the set mm. was completely unacceptable completely yeah. unacceptable to get to those things but then you know obviously we're talking about the films not went on um yes but yeah, yeah i just thought it was worth mentioning <laughs> yeah no i agree though it's completely unacceptable in this day and age you would never you would never make a movie like that you no. never would you know but then yeah you just never would and there's no there's no defense of that type of um way of getting actors to make those portrayals in the shinings yeah yeah and then i mean in the shinings case it is it's a film that stands up 
because it was made in that genre and because yeah i mean i say it's coming back to the mental health aspects it just does so many things that make you think i think loads of um they study it in film studies don't they Mm. you know a lot of film studies use it for their their actual um, students to actually study and do like write-ups about it so it obviously has a lot of standing on yes, those grounds as well. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there you go. Just on. So yeah, I'm glad we got back to my bit. So have <laughs> we managed to? Um, have I managed to save it, Will? Yes, indeed, Jamie. Yeah, for some reason it's it's completely fine now. Did you I'm move in rooms? the living room now? You know, I uh, maybe you should get like so a Wi-Fi yeah. extender, Jamie. That might help. That might help. That might help. So, how much of Tanglewood did we get before it cut out? No, Tanglewood was okay because I can I can piece that together. Because what usually happens is, what usually happens, JMO, is you cut out and then everything kind of comes back all at once. So I can stitch (laughs) it together from that. It's, well, it is a Halloween special, so maybe there's ghosts and ghouls and gremlins (laughs) in the. It's so weird because it's just like it's just like so. The Shining is really. Oh man. That is amazing that it came out like that. That's the proper like, scary. So it gets caught in the Matrix and it's all spread out. Yeah. yeah. So what's your song, Jamie? So, um, on the on the horror theme, so another horror movie that I didn't want to go into, but just um, we watched it a few about four weeks ago. Um, a film called well, we we all know about The Lost Boys, one of the best like action vampire horror movies uh-huh. ever made. So. A couple of years ago, Marilyn Manson did a cover version of the main song in the middle of that film. And I, I figure, seeing as it's Halloween, we may as well use it. Yeah. So, Marilyn Manson's version of Cry Little Sister, please, Will. Okie dokie. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. We hope you have a great time, period of time after you've listened to this. We hope you have a great time. <laughs> great. Just grand, you know. <laughs> Just... Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Ooh, Unless happy you're Halloween. listening to this after Halloween, in which case, hope you had a nice Halloween. Okay, we will see you next month. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. Bye bye.